0: Okay, I hit the go live button, so. All right. Usually what I do, I'm gonna wait for the fabulous Jordan to tell me that we're all good. Perfect. Although I I just saw it on my own thing, so I don't even need Jordan to tell me. All right. Jordan, I've replaced you with automation.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So goes Jordan, so goes the toll booth, right?
0: (laughs) Pretty much. Yikes. All right, so we'll, Give people a minute, so it notifies them. Uh, That was actually the first time when I like hit the go live button, and I saw it on the on Facebook like boom instantly. Usually, I have to like refresh it ten times, and then it works. (laughs) Nice. Oh, sounds like good luck. Life in Boca good?
1: Yeah, thank God. Thank God, it's uh, filled with old
0: people and retirees.
1: It's filled with a whole mix of people. (laughs)
0: It's a mix now. You used to only be grandparents now.
1: (laughs) It's a cross-section of society.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cross-section. That's good. I'm glad there's, like, you know, a variety.
1: (laughs) Yes, no, for sure. For sure.
0: It's fun. I don't go over there too often. Um, Well, especially not in the last, like, year or so, but I I don't find myself that often in that part of Florida.
1: That part, I mean, it's it's about... No, I hear you. I, I very rarely venture south of my of where I live, um, or north. I just basically stay in a very tight quarter. It's one little area. Stay in a bubble.
0: Sometimes i no been in Miami required. and I'm like, it's so far away.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've said that to friends of mine who like just moved down from New York. They're like, oh, you're such a prima donna. Like we would drive whatever. I'm like, whatever. Don't
0: you, judge. Get you know? Lazy. Wait a year you and get you'll lazy.
1: see. <laughs> Yeah. Wait wait a year, you'll see how it feels,
0: yeah. Yeah, pretty much. All right, so we gave everyone a minute or two here. Should we get started? Let's Ready? go for it. All right. I'm good. All right. Hi, everybody, I'm Bett Hochberger, CPA, CGMA, and on this very special Finance Friday, I have a dear old friend, Seth Bassoff, who has more letters behind his name than I do, so I'm a little jealous. Uh, I'm not even gonna read them all. <laughs> There's just too many. <laughs> too many letters, he's too special. Um, and we're going to talk you. about some cool stuff you could do in retirement planning, which I know that those are words that don't usually go together. People don't usually think cool in retirement planning. Um, so let's see, what can we talk about? Mm, all right. I'm going to have my first thing is I know small business owners generally have heard of like a SEP or a simple things like that. What else can sure. they do? Are there other things that are available to them?
1: Absolutely. So, thanks, Beth, and um, you know, um, I just want to call. I'm not your old friend. She means like old in terms of not of age. I'm not that old, um, although I am. Oh, uh, no, you're old to, too. Uh, <laughs> I am senior to Ms., uh, Mrs. Beth Hochberger, uh, CPA, um, and so um, yeah. So, there's definitely other additional opportunities for business owners in order to save for their retirement. Um, there are obviously great options in the SEP or SIMPLE IRA. Um, but there are what are called ERISA qualified plans. A lot of times, you know, people may not know what ERISA means, but they are they're subject to an act from 1974 um, that provided other guidance in terms of retirement plans. Um, there are um a lot of times people have heard of 401ks. That is an example of an ERISA qualified plan. So in terms of plans, you know, SEPs and symbols are designed um, you know, for certain types of companies and also certain types of contribution levels you know, to, by way of contrast, qualified plans or risk qualified plans, like 401Ks, profit sharings, fine benefit plans, they offer a big opportunity for savings, not only for the employees, but typically, and and most and and equally as important, if not more important to the the, uh, business owner, it gives a great opportunity for them to defer a lot of funds from taxes on their own behalf. So in terms of 401K profit sharing and the like, um, there are annual employee contributions where they contribute anywhere from nineteen five up to, uh, you know, 25,000 and then on a total contribution basis, they could actually contribute up to, um, either 58,000 or if they're older than 50 up to 64,500. So it is subject to a lot of plan design, a lot of consulting behind, behind the scenes on my behalf, um, on, you know, for the benefit of the owners, but there's definitely big opportunities to save for your retirement on a tax deferred basis. Um, for our company owners.
0: So, okay. Um, so is this like something that's only available to like a big company? Like, do I need to have like 10 employees or more or something crazy like that? Like how small of a small business can take advantage of this?
1: Great question. So the perception might be out there that it only, you know, you need a, you know, 10 person, 20 person, 100 person type of company. Um, contrary to kind of that belief or understanding you could actually have a either a sole prop or just an S Corp LLC election with one person.
0: One person could could do
1: this? One person could do this. Wow. That's a
0: lot of money to put away. Because as simple as it would like like 13 or something, 13 grand a year. Uh, SEPs are limited to like 50-ish thousand. But that's a lot more. That's a lot more money. It's a lot of savings and taxes too. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. So I have clients of mine who have... um, Sole props or LLCs, but it's a, just call it a single. You know, I, regardless of the uh, entity, they have just one person working for the company. You could be a consultant, and you're making and you're making a very good living and want to defer a lot of your income. I have one client who's deferring sixty four five in his 401K profit sharing, and then another hundred and fifty or two hundred in his defined benefit plan every year.
0: So there's Hold huge
1: on. opportunities for saving. Say that uh-huh. again.
0: There- they're, what are they doing? How much are they putting away?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he's putting in his four hundred and one k and profit sharing plan around sixty thousand, and this is all okay. for himself, right? It's, he's a, he's a, yeah. he's the only person. One person, right? So yeah, so sixty grand for him in the four hundred and one k and profit sharing. Additionally, we set up what's called a defined benefit plan for him and for his benefit only. Um, people used to call defined benefit plans pension plans. Another you know, mm. aka, but defined benefit yeah. plan is the specific terminology and he's able to put away another 150000 200000 a year for wow. that. So, you know, cumulatively, he's put away, you know, two two fifty a year for his retirement exclusively. That's incredible.
0: That's incredible. No, and that's absolutely. All, and that's all like a tax deduction. Yeah?
1: Yep. Yep, absolutely. I I remember one <laughs> one. Um, I, I chuckle when I when I when I think about. It. I sat down with a client of mine. He was he was a new client, and I explained it to him. And he looked up at me, and he said, "Is that legal?" And so it kind of uh, you know kind of took me by surprise as that was the question. But absolutely, this has been around <laughs> since 19. You know, uh, Avis has
0: been around since like- 1974. Yeah, it what sounds like it shouldn't be legal, right? Like, how can you put <laughs> away hundreds of thousands of dollars and have that be a uh, uh, tax deduction? Yeah, it, set and it's pretty straightforward,
1: like, and it's it's not a tax technique. It's part of the code. It's there. You know, it's not a. You know, it's just a matter of making sure you're partnered with the right advisor who also consults on this type of thing in order to make sure they can give you the right guidance because it does obviously when you're moving that much money, um, there are there are very distinct technicalities from an IRS and Department of Labor standpoint, where you wanna partner with someone who, who does this and not just kind of moonlights at it. I and mean, we have over three dozen you know plans that we work with uh, locally and throughout the state and throughout the country that we do this type of consulting uh, for our clients.
0: Yeah, this is not something that sounds like you could just like find a document online and just set it up yourself. It like, doesn't seem <laughs> like that would be. <laughs>
1: No, I, I mean, especially especially when it gets to the pension component that actually requires more technical expertise, that requires um, using, you know, and this is all, it's all handled for you if, if, I, if the client is working with me, uh, but in the background for the, the defined benefit plan, there is an actuary kind of doing the calculations in order to see how much you are able to contribute to your defined benefit
0: plan on your behalf. That's so. really cool. Okay, so my next question if I mm-hmm. do have employees, right? Cause like I, sure. have an, I have an employee, I'm probably gonna have a few more people by the end of the year. Sure. Do I have to do this for everybody? Like, do I put hundreds of thousands of dollars away for like all my employees, which I'm sure they would love it, but I don't oh, know if that like, that's, <laughs> I don't know that I can bankroll all that, like maybe for <laughs> myself, but do I have to do everybody, the whole company, if I set this up?
1: That's a great question, and as you could well imagine, that's a very typical question that that we that I hear when kind of consulting on these type of plans. And if the answer was yes, you have to have equal footing for all your employees, I would probably not have several dozen plans. I have zero. So, you uh, know, usually we're dealing with, with with the company owner, where yes, they want to take care of their employees. They yeah, they but... definitely appreciate um, their input and their and their um, guidance and help in. In the business um, yeah. but and their partnership, but they don't want to provide the sub- same level of contributions across the board.
0: Right. right? So not so, necessarily nothing, just not necessarily at that same level.
1: You right? got it. So great question. So when it comes to, there are calculations again, behind the scenes where, so if you had that sort of scenario, I would request census information about you and your employees. I get an idea of who you are, your age, how much in terms of you wanna actually on a top level contribute and how much you could support contributing. And then typically when we run scenarios like this, if we do a fully funded you know, defined contribution plan, which is the 401k profit sharing and defined benefit plan, which is the pension plan, you're looking at, I wanna say a ballpark percentage, you're, the owner is typically, and the owner class is typically getting 90 to 95% of the contributions coming from the company. And the other employees are getting anywhere from 10 to 5% of those contributions. So there is there is what's that's called really permitted cool. disparity in that regard. Yeah. So you're able to actually not, it's not level set. Like with a the SEP, there is a level set, right? That's a yeah, contribution yeah. It's, level. Right. So if I'm doing 10%, everyone gets 10%. Right.
0: right. Right, which is
1: great if that if that's what you want to do. There's no there's no issue with that if that's where you're at. Uh, but you're usually contributing at a much lower level. But if we're talking that you're contributing to your plan. Two three hundred thousand a year to your defined benefit plan. <clears throat> the likelihood that the company owner wants to give all those funds to everyone on an equal weighted basis is very low. They clearly can, but typically they want it skewed more towards the ownership um, class, and and it, it is permitted within IRS guidelines. Our testing for it, it's definitely there, and that's something that I go over with my clients on the upfront setup standpoint. Um, to make sure yeah. we're meeting their objectives and what they're trying to achieve and so they're well informed before anything ever happens.
0: Yeah, that's well that's fantastic because you do want to take care of your employees, right? But Absolutely. You also don't want to bankrupt the company in the process. So a
1: hundred percent.
0: <laughs> uh, so what happens if like you have a good year, then you have a bad year? What happens in those bad years? Do you have to keep contributing like this year after year? Can you Sure move out of those, these plans are you stuck with it forever that was like 10 <laughs> questions rolled into yeah. one <laughs>
1: yeah i have one question with 20 parts right yeah. uh, okay. so i'll try to address all them let me know if i left one of your uh questions in subsection seven uh, so <laughs> um so do you have to always contribute at the same level from an employee standpoint? The answer is no. And we would go over kind of the ranges. So if for, forgetting or kind of putting the defined benefit plan aside for the time being, which is the one where you can really put away hundreds of thousands of dollars, just talking about 401k with the profit sharing component, there's different ways of setting those up. Um, so in terms of employee deferrals, meaning not the company money, but your employees contributing, There's no obligation for them to ever contribute or contribute. So that's always off the table, if you will. There's no obligation from there. Depending on how you set up the 401k plan, there might be certain obligations on an annual basis, but it's not set in stone. Um, You could either have a kind of safe harbor plan where kind of the guidelines are year by year where you elect it. And I I don't want to get too in in the weeds, but uh, I'm happy to, but uh, I don't want to get too in the weeds. So one is an annual election. Then there's also... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the other one is a discretionary profit mat, profit sharing, and as the term says, it's discretionary. You don't have to do it. You can do it in the space on the calculation. In terms of the plan with the pension or defined benefit plan, there are, you know, kind of the IRS wants to see that there is some level of permanence to the plan. They don't want it to be like you have one crazy year and then you defer all this money and then you terminate the plan because they view that as a tax scheme.
0: Right? Oh, okay, so, so that's like so you, kind of fraudulent-ish. Like.
1: It, it, no, it's not fraudulent. They it's just, just don't you know like they, it. There
0: are They don't
1: like it. And, and so they, they, when you establish a defined benefit plan, the feeling is that the, the IRS wants to see the plan has some level of permanence, so you want to mm-hmm. keep an active contributions for a few years. But you don't need to fund at those maximum levels. Okay. Um, there's different t- there, there are technical ways of kind of figuring it all out. Um and, and that's part of the consulting process up front. So yeah. when a client comes to me, they say, here's my company, here's what's going on, and I do my due diligence and kind of give them what they're able to do, what the ramifications are. And they're all positive, but I want, you know, I think an you know, an informed client is a is a good client. And so I like to share the information uh to make sure they understand everything that's going on before they engage. Um, especially with that, because it's it's important. very foreign for them.
0: Yeah, Plus, and I think that's really I think it's really important in general with like finance so many people are not terribly financially literate and this is really complex stuff like this is like this is sure. a little bit over my head like I don't know what all, I, I've heard the words I know the concepts. Sure. I don't know how it works Like I don't know what the mechanics sure. are so yeah absolutely you should if you want to do these things and they're fantastic vehicles figure out learn a little bit <laughs> what it is that you're doing don't just you know jump in. I think that's, Absolutely. Uh, and, good advice.
1: And, I, and I would never let someone jump in if they're working with me, clearly, because it's it's a client relationship and I want to make yeah. sure they're fully informed. Um, so it's a lot of understanding what your goals, what your financial goals are and how and how those couple with what's going on on the on the field. Right. You might have a, a, a pipe dream goal, but we need to make sure from a cash flow perspective, your the client's able to sustain it and know what they're and know what they're doing and what the future could bring. Um, you know, but it's, it's, it's a consulting process, not a set it and forget it vehicle. Right. You know.
0: My favorite question about retirement accounts, I've mentioned this to you before. When people ask, like, they're like, all right, set up the account. Do I actually have to put the money in?
1: (laughs) So that's- Do I have to fund that retirement account? (laughs) Right, so that's, you know, so, uh, you know, as we talked offline, that's been a question that's been asked of me as well. So, yeah, they are fully funded on a cash basis. Um, There are plans like that. Those are not qualified plans, those are non-qualified plans. Where they are, you don't need to fund at present on a cash basis. It's a contingent liability, but in these cases, we're talking about retirement plan qualified plans. If you need, if you want a dollar in the plan, you actually have to put a dollar in the plan. You know, it's not a accrual accounting. It's I guess it's cash accounting. Like yeah, it's yeah. there. Like money, money is real, right? If if you want to see the dollar in the account, it actually has to go there. You know, I'm
0: having like terrible flashbacks of accounting classes from a million years ago. I say how long ago it was. Where you had to calculate those like pension, deferred liability. Yeah. Yep. They, and I'll, It was a nightmare. It's a nightmare.
1: <laughs> right. So so that nightmare is not put on the client. Right.
0: Clearly, yeah. that,
1: you know, <laughs> See, that whole log, the whole right. That whole logistics of calculations and everything, you know, I'm the intermediary, if you will, in our relationships with clients and regarding the plan. So let's say you're the client and you want to set up the plan. You're coming to me for kind of guidance. We work with third parties in order to do the calculations. They're not kind of bringing you into the scope in terms of, hey, this is how the calculation works, this is your accruals. Clearly it's at your avail if you want to go through it. Most clients just want to run their business and make sure this is taken care of properly. Um, So the client, the onus is not on the client to do calculations. Um, at all, ever. Uh, it's just hey, this is how much I want to defer, Seth. Um, help me figure it out, and and we figure out the methodology to get it done. And Oof. it's That's it's awesome. been very successful for clients. You know, all of a sudden they turn around, and even though they know they're putting cash out, you know, 401ks in general, you know, kind of in, in general, are a great saving vehicle yes. for you know not only the yes. individual participant, but but also for the company owner, which is also a participant because yeah. it's 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 a rec- you know it's a savings that happens automatically once it's set up yeah. and you know it, it's huge i mean you could have i have plans to have hundreds of employees and some of them are not high wage earners and on the participant level they're putting away money slowly that they would probably never put away if they didn't yes. have that avenue yeah, okay. and that's really important for the clients you know and for the participants because you want your employees to feel positive about their financial future a, a client, 100%. a participant, or employee that doesn't feel confident about their financial future is a is a is a uh, employee that might be distracted at work. Yeah. might have might be compromised mentally in figuring things out. So they know, hey, I'm saving here. That's a huge lift. Even though at first it's almost like you know it's it's drip method. You know, if they're going on payroll right. by payroll basis, but they'll look over time like, oh over my time, goodness, I up. have
0: it builds absolutely. up. It absolutely, does. Yep. yeah. And I always tell clients, like, if they're tax clients of mine who aren't business owners and they want to know how to lower their taxes, if you're just on a 2 it's not easy. But I always tell them, if you have the opportunity to put into a 401k or some kind of retirement plan at work, do it. Do it, do it, do it. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's difficult for people to always, I mean, there are the exceptions, clearly, but in general, it's much easier when something is set up automatically for people, right? That's why they do bill pay, right? Who wants, you know... It's so easy doing Bill Pay. My bills get paid. If I had to write a checkbook and log it all, Every time. maybe I—I I mean, I would do it, but it's much easier to do Bill Pay, right? Yeah. Automate it where you can. Automate so that's everything. what the 401k—it's—it's it's, uh, advanced retirement planning with automation.
0: Right, yeah, less absolutely. Less to Think about. All right, yeah. wow, Seth, you gave us so many great things to think about and hopefully to plan for the future. My last sure. question: Is there anything interesting that you could share with us that's appropriate? <laughs>
1: Wow. Like I
0: said at the beginning, I've known Seth for a long
1: time, so. I mean, family friendly. So, so what could I share? So from a, a parcel basis, I do have a, a rather large family, I have five kids, ranging in age of 21 down to twins who are eight years old in second grade. Um And wow. from a hobby perspective, something unique about me, I am a big music aficionado, um, you know, like uh, Ben and Alex. Alex's um, Alex is that's a husband um, <laughs> i have i have now taken a big liking to country music really? maybe not the same singers you like but i have taken a huge liking to it which kind of was a surprise to me personally um, i'm pretty over
0: every time right <laughs> for everybody just I'm kind of like, I like this <laughs>
1: it just happened i have always been a music, a, a, a music aficionado but it's, it's a lot of these a lot of singers have appealed to me and so that's that's definitely something uh Wait, that I talk names. about with some of my clients. You know name names. What? Who?
0: Who? What'd you say? Name name names um,
1: of <laughs> So one one of my okay, so one of my favorite artists right now is Tyler Childers. Um I don't even know who yeah. I don't think I know who Yeah, you gotta take a you oh. gotta list him. He's great lyricist, great musician. Ooh. Um he um big giver of his time and of money. I think he supports something that I forget where it is geographically, but you know, coal mining, you know, the rust belt, if you will, or coal mining belt. Um, wow. or, you know, if you go to his website, that wasn't the explicit appeal for me. Um, uh, but it was kind of a nice to know, but he's definitely committed to kind of where he came from in terms of supporting families who might be struggling at this time, um, awesome. in the coal mining areas. Uh, but amazingly lyricist. Um, yeah, they, I mean, I have a whole, list of people that I love but uh he, he's one of the ones that I that I follow pretty regularly I
0: feel like you would be a Chris Stapleton fan
1: I am so that's that was that was my my entry into uh that and then
0: I could see that I yeah. started
1: down that path initially and I then I I, I took a, another a fork in the road if you will and have gone down the path of uh Tyler Childers um, Whiskey Myers um Billy Strings um all, all kind of random names that I probably didn't know a year ago. But That's great awesome. lyricists, great musicians. I, I think Chris Stapleton's uh, cool coming stuff. down
0: here, like, in the next year.
1: He, he is. Yeah, he, I, I think he's going to, I don't know what they call the uh, up in West Palm Beach.
0: Oh, is that like, where he's going? Elevator? Cruzan, I, Perfect
1: Vodka, It's, not, no it's not, name. I, I, yeah, it, it, it I think been it's something. names yeah, in a long but time. That, but, yes, <laughs> all, of <laughs> all, of yeah, yeah, <laughs> all of the above. All Yeah, all the above. Formerly
0: known as...
1: Right. Prince. There's just a symbol on the on the amphitheater now. They
0: might as well. They might as well at this point. Right. They've changed yeah. the name like so many times, but uh, that's awesome. Yep. Every, yep. I kind of want to go to every concert I hear at this point. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> I hear so that. Long. I'm like, I would go to a Marionette. polka
1: concert. <laughs> you would go to what?
0: A polka concert at this point. Really?
1: That's good <laughs> smell. I'll keep that so in mind. So starved <laughs>
0: for live music after the pandemic. I hear that. It's been rough. I hear that. <laughs> All right. Well, Seth, thank you so much. This was fantastic. Absolutely. Um, we're gonna share out your contact info if anyone needs some serious okay. planning with we'll put away some serious money and amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All legal. <laughs>
1: All legal plans. <laughs> or or it could just be you wanna speak with an advisor kind of even if it doesn't have to do with retirement to do comprehensive uh, wealth management for clients. And, and it doesn't have to be exclusively dealing with business owners. We obviously yeah. work with all cross sections of, all people. Kinds of people. So if, yeah. If, if, yeah, if, if, you, if you want a second opinion, definitely more than happy to uh, speak with someone and see awesome. where that goes. And thank you so much for the opportunity awesome. to meet with uh, you and your, uh, and your dedicated audience. followers.
0: And <laughs> your audience. Fantastic. And we will see you next time.